Welcome to A Tale of Sorting and Dreamcast, where we talk about our favorite books and how we would bring them to life on the big screen. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> What a way to start. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of A Tale of Sorting and Dreamcast. My name's Lindsay and My name's Bridget. <laughs> we'll be your host. So this is like your brain baby. So oh, you explain. Yes, yes, yes. So basically this all started out with me messaging Bridget one night and being like, Hey, we should do a <laughs> podcast where we talk about our favorite books and who we would cast them, like if they're gonna play them in like in a movie or a TV show. Also, like sort them into Hogwarts. Because <laughs> we do it anyway, so when we get into something new, like exactly. TV shows, anything really. Yeah. But, oh, hmm. definitely TV shows. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna try it out, and this is this is the first episode, and we're. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I guess we should do like a bit of an intro, huh? I guess. Of ourselves. A bit awkward, but. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. Do you want to do do the first question? Okay. We came up with like basic questions, so you guys can kind of. Knew us if you don't know us. Uh, so how do we know each other? College. Ding ding ding. Um yeah, Bridget and I both went to the Academy of Art University, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Where I studied photography. Uh what did I do again? No. <laughs> I don't do it now, that's for fuck sure. I did <laughs> I know. Art majors. I did animation in college. And then like the first we knew each other for like two years. Mm-hmm. We like knew each other, but we didn't. We knew we both loved Kit Harrington. Yeah. And we bonded over Kit Harrington. Yes. Yeah. And then we lived in Coco, which is like a. It was an old mansion that got refurbished to be a dormitory, and we. Who kidnapped who? To what were we watching? I think it started with anime. Was it Soul Eater? Yes. I was watching and it, and you're like, "What's from? this?" And because yeah. we we both kind of knew we had the same interest because we both knew we loved Kit Harrington and Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings and stuff. But I don't think we really started hanging out until I fell into the anime rabbit hole. Yeah, and you were already kind of dipping your toes in it. And I like, sorry, I always <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most like, of our fandoms. It's me being like there and like you're coming with me. Right, this is it's happening because like, I'm not doing this by myself. Come on, yep. And that's kind of like how our friendship started too. Level myself. I'm shorter than I thought. My God. Next question. <laughs> how did you get into reading? Oh God. Um, well, I remember earliest memory was my mom reading Harry Potter to me to like help me go to sleep. I think it was like the second one. Oh, I remember the snake. I remember like lying down and she's like reading about the snake thing. Yeah, the basilisk. <laughs> uh, so I remember, so I guess it started as like audiobook. I would like listen to that when I would fall asleep. And then uh, I kind of didn't read for a while. And then high school, Twilight happened. And <laughs> I feel like a lot of our generation like got into reading from Twilight. Book Twilight. Oh, girl. Yeah. Breaking. Yeah, it was Breaking Dawn. Oh, God. That's a whole. We'll, we'll get into Twilight someday. <laughs> yeah so it was like twilight and then i read like the city of bones mortal instruments books Mm -hmm. and then i've just kind of been reading ever since yeah Mm -hmm. um i kind of have the same 
Um, my dad read The Hobbit to me <laughs> as a bedtime story. That's so pure. Exactly. That doesn't explain. Explains so much. Exactly. That doesn't explain <laughs> half of the person I turned out to be. I don't know what else does. But yeah, both my parents were very, very avid readers. So I always kind of like wanted to be like them and wanted to read. But um, I have slight dyslexia. So it kind of took a turn. During high school, I read a lot. But then as soon as I feel like I got a job in college, like my reading, I think the last like physical book I read was like Our Fault in the Stars or something. Fault in Our Stars? Fault in our stars. Yeah. Yes. Our Fault in the Stars. <laughs> I got oh, a fault with fault. you. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, yeah, probably the last like, physical book I read. And I kind of gave up on reading for a little bit. And then I found this wonderful thing called Audible. Oh, yes. And I finally <laughs> discovered audiobooks. So that's kind of how I've been doing it for the wow. past Well, What was years. the first like Audible book that you... What Six was it? Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Because we just went to the book signing for Crooked Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And you guys were like, oh, my God. And I, like, wanted to catch up. So I was like, yeah. I'm going to You met the author. You're like, might as well read the book. Like, <laughs> We met the Queen of Darkness herself. Um, Six of Crows is, like, the perfect starting one. Because it's, like, the there's a different um, voice actor mm-hmm. for everyone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a different voice actor, which was, I don't know. I have, like, pros and cons for each one. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Um, yeah. yeah. So audiobooks are how I do most of my reading these days. Oh, yeah. That was the next question. What's our, like, medium of reading? Mine is physical books. I'm very, very adamant about my <laughs> physical books. Sometimes I do audio, but not a lot. I mostly, like, listen to podcasts and, like, what we're doing now. <laughs> so for the weird. Like, year, I've been doing audio books. I think a year and a half, something mm-hmm. like that. Minimum audio books, so it's probably when I'm going to stick to it. But I have made a deal with myself that if a series really <laughs> speaks to me, then I'm going to buy physical books because I have, like, cool, because, like, Lee Bardugo's books, we have a couple of them signed Yeah. we keep going to book releasing and things with her, so I obviously, like, <clears throat> I think I have a physical copy of all of her books, and it's probably going to be a thing that I do. And you like collecting stuff. Yeah. Clearly from your room. Like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are the pop finals I yeah. have walls. It's ridiculous. Mm. What's the last question? What house are we? Oh, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to be sorting yeah. characters, and that's kind of, like, really one of our favorite things to do is sort characters of all things books movies and tv shows we decided that we would tell you guys you, our you, houses as well. you go first <laughs> so like i feel like everyone could they just know already right, well, i am a hufflepuff and Bridget. yeah i'm a gryffindor yeah i'm so <laughs> no it's just it's funny because like you're very like clearly a hufflepuff but one of the traits is uh patience and that is not something you have yeah, not at all <laughs> Immediately. I hate waiting. <laughs> I think Bridget yeah. is like the poster child for patience. Yeah. For most things. <laughs> and then for Gryffindor, I'm not like the outgoing. I'm not I'm not a Fred and George Weasley for sure. I'm on like the quiet spectrum of the like a Neville. Um, oh yes. Like a Neville Sweet Neville. Neville's better than me though. <laughs> but more pure soul. Oh, oh, Neville. Yeah, so I'm like the quiet Gryffindor, and Lindsay's the impatient Hufflepuff. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. the best description for me I've ever heard. I'm surrounded by Hufflepuffs. Like, my whole family, all my friends, our other best friend, Jane. Hi, Jane. Um, <laughs> she is the epitome of Hufflepuff, the pure sunflower yeah. child, sweet baby child. Yes. Hi, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Do you think that's good for intros? Yeah. Now we're going to do the good part. <laughs> so, um, the first book that we are wanted to talk about and wanted to do is 
a court of thorns and roses. Ah, yes. Um, <laughs> Bridget uh, got into the series a couple months ago. In the midst of the pandemic quarantining. Yeah. And she just kept talking about it and kept telling me about it. And just, yeah. like, if you, I kept seeing it through Bridget and then through TikTok. TikTok mm-hmm. is everywhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you like Beauty and the Beast, you should read this book. Yeah. And Isn't that how, like, I marketed to you? I was just like, Lindsay, it's like Beauty and yeah. the Beast. And then in the later books, there's these, like, uh, gargoyle-like guys yeah, with bat wings. So she marketed very well. Yes, I know what to say to get you into things. So. <laughs> Indeed. And I read the first book and then I <laughs> That was planned. I was in the middle of reading the second book when I actually proposed the idea of the podcast to Bridget. So I think it's very fitting that this is the the start of it all. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Should I start the plot? Or I guess we'll just yeah, we're gonna go through the plot. And then as characters are introduced, we'll kind of, we'll cast them. Yeah, like who like, we want to portray them yeah. on the big screen. And we'll mm-hmm. talk about them a little bit. And then and at the end, we'll, we'll sort them. We'll get into the fun stuff at the end. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so the book starts out <laughs> with Feyre. Odd choice of name. <laughs> right? I thought that was so Yeah. Weird. So she's hunting in the woods. Her family it's pretty freaking poor and starving. So she kills this wolf. Summation. She brings it back to the house. She Should we? And then brings him back to the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her sisters are like, oh my gosh, it's going to get us so much money. So I feel like the killing scene was like so, I don't know, in my brain, it was like five pages long of her just deciding like, do I kill this one? Why is this one so weird? Like, yeah. It's eyes. What should I do? And it's like, Feyre, either kill it or move on. Yeah. Oh, oh, Feyre. Such character development for her. I know. Yeah. So she takes it back to her sisters and her dad. And they talk about like how much money, and I think mm, is it Elaine? Mm-hmm. Uh, she probably introduced the sisters, right? Yeah. Is the baby, and her two older sisters. So bizarre. And Elaine, yeah. Right. She's the. Baby. I always felt like Elaine was the youngest one, exactly. just because how like um, innocent she is and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So. Nesta was like, oh, I hated her. And then Papa Archeron. You know, I never actually gave him a name. I looked. Yeah. Everywhere. I did too. We <laughs> we'll just call him Papa Archeron. That's why when I made the list, I made a list of like all the characters that we were actually going to go through and cast because there's a lot of them in this mm-hmm. book series and I could not find his name. So I put Papa Archeron. <laughs> That's all I could find. <laughs> so yeah. So like from the beginning, we know that there's these and they're separated by a wall and they're just kind of something happened in the past that they get into later and it's just there's a human realm which is like a slither of land it's like look at the map map. yeah it's like a freaking coastline i'm like that's all you gave them really i mean the continent but don't know much about them yeah so they just pharah knows that there's these fey she hates them everyone hates them they have such like prejudice against them because they're known to like kill and torture humans and Cast yeah. Farah? Yes. Ooh, yes. That's you seem excited. Favorite. As the I'm impatient so Hufflepuff, you go first. I'm so excited. So I decided, um, excited. because I can't just do anything simply, I have to make a big deal out of everything. Yeah. So I decided to make a scrapbook. Mm-hmm. I got like, got like a brand new notebook for this. I was super excited. Yeah. And I did a scrapbook of the Archeron sisters and Papa mm-hmm. so And we don't know who the other one has chosen. Yes. We've been trying to keep our list. Yeah. I mean, we kind of had like a whole moment a few weeks ago where we just kind of like word vomited a bunch of actresses and actors, but yeah, so we don't know. Choices, I don't know. Oh. Who she picked, so 
<laughs> this should be fun. <laughs> so here is my scrapbook. Oh. Right? You can go ahead and look at that <gasps> and who I chose. Oh my god. Honestly. Oh my god, I'm gonna okay. Ooh, I'm gonna scream. <laughs> oh, no, it's oh. okay. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so let's go with Feyre first. Who? Can't turn the pages. We're only looking at this. Oh one. no, I'm just sorry, I'm just like grabbing the paper. Oh. That's how I read. This is how I read. Visual. I grab the page and I hold it <laughs> with I, my fingertips. I hold the so, Millie Brady, who's that? So, she is in a TV show. Um, I kind of can't take direct mm. credit for this because while I was looking things up um, for the photos of yeah. everybody else and like the character photos, someone else on the internet po- told her, but she is from the TV show, I believe it's on Netflix, called The Last Kingdom. And I love her in The Last Kingdom. Oh, and Netflix like, keeps telling me to watch that show. You are. It's more like, <laughs> like Vikings. Yeah. She doesn't come in until later because her character is a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. But when she comes in full force, it's Millie Brady, and she's amazing. I think oh. her name is Ethelfred in the TV show. Oh, it's all like old English. Yeah. Names, so it's, it's Honestly, that sounds like a name from this book. I would not be. <laughs> the names are Honestly. so bizarre. Oh yeah. So for Feyre, my first pick was actually Shersha Ronan. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you I say her name? Saoirse? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I say Saoirse just because my um, cousin has a dog named Saoirse, and that's like how they say it. Saoirse? Seer? Saoirse. Oh. But I know it's very like, you hear her say her name, and it sounds very like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to her now. Sorry. Sorry, Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> so we're, we're going to say the names differently. Honestly. Uh, um. But yeah, after seeing that on the internet about Millie Brady and then putting their photos all together on the scrapbook page, which we do have an Instagram, so I'll probably post oh. those for those if you guys want to see them afterwards. I love your choices. Right? For Feyre. Right? So I originally wanted Trisha, but then the whole Millie mine. Brady thing happened and I was like, oh no, I really want Millie Brady because seeing them all together, Shersha to me seems more of a Elaine. So. Yeah, I don't have much context for Millie. She definitely looks, she has She's great nice. eyebrows. Right? Oh. <laughs> She's awesome. I love her. And then my choice. Should we go character by character probably? Oh, back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so who's your favorite? Okay. Let me find a picture of her. Ooh. I have a Pinterest board. I'm very like. I kind of like everything physical, which is why I did the whole notebook thing. But oh, oh show me. Remember Poldark? Oh my god. Her name yeah. is uh, Eleanor Tom Tomlinson. Tom Tomlinson. Close. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I picked like her. Mm-hmm. She's Aww. redhead on that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Eleanor Tomlinson. And then the my very obscure one that I mentioned. Her name is uh, Briar May. Ooh, <laughs> fucking TikTok. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cause she <laughs> she's a TikToker. Oh. And when I saw her, like in the midst of me reading it, I was just like, she looks exactly how I pictured her. Right. And then if you go on that fandom website, like the artwork that they use for her, she looks just like her. Like, yeah, so this is definitely like, it's called Dreamcast. So it's literally whoever the heck we want yeah. to cast. Models or, I mean, if we have reasoning behind like. restricting us just to like actors and actresses. To me, it's just easier though. Because... Oh, this is perfect. This is what, yeah, this is Briar May. Oh my god, right? I love her. Yeah. Absolutely love her. <laughs> she I did the TikTok with um Tom Felton noticed her. Yeah, she was like, yeah. I'm gonna get Tom Felton to notice me. That girl. Yeah, hers is Yeah. Killian Murphy. Yes. Like, oh, oh. I can't unsee it now. Yeah. So I think her and she says she's like an actress. I don't know how old she is. I kinda tried to match like in their twenties right, sort of. But honestly she looks like one in this 
Vampire series is given an actual age. Her and her sisters are. Oh. Um, she is 19 in the first book. Oh, that's right. By the end of the last book, she's 21. Elaine is, Elaine's kind of vague. Nesta is 22 and then 24 by the end. Oh, okay. And then Elaine's like in the middle. So I'm assuming she is like 20 to 23, pretty okay. much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I selected Briar May and Eleanor Tomlinson. And Tomlinson. I love Saoirse Ronan. So she could play like, honestly, she could honestly. play anything. And she could play the cereal and not be like, <laughs> yes. What a queen. <laughs> Spill that tea. <laughs> I mean, atonement. She she did it in that. Okay. All right. So our next list. I have Nesta next on our list. So for me, I chose uh, Florence Pugh. Um, if you guys don't know who that is, that is my cat. My cat. I'm sorry. Um, but Florence Pugh is in Midsummer, and she's also in Little Women. She plays one of the sisters. I forget exactly which sister, but she is in Little Women with Cher Sharonin, which is why she's Amy. Amy. And, yeah. There you go. I'm I Amy. actually yeah. did not choose them because of that. They both came to me separately. Mm-hmm. Um, how I did They have this. good chemistry. They played Honestly. sisters before. Like, like how I picked a lot of my actors and actresses is I literally looked up. I had two lists for each gender. I had actresses in their 20s and actresses oh, yeah. in their 30s and then actors in their 30s <laughs> and actors in their 20s. And I kind of went back and forth mm-hmm. since that was like the age range. And I got Florence from there and I was like, oh my God. I love her. She, she She's in everything now. Right. And yeah. Do you want who I picked? Yes. Florence Pugh. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. Oh my god. Look, it's written right here. Oh my god. Florence Pugh. The, my first one was Alicia Vikander. The oh she played Tomb Raider, but I think she's a little too old. I think she's like 30 or something, but but she honestly the girls kind of look younger, so she, I feel like she could play younger, but I feel like Florence has that right. intensity. And when you guys You don't know whether the lover or hater. Yeah. Straight up, when I saw that picture, I was just like, oh my god, like I freaking picked her too. (laughs) I love that. See, I'm so excited. Yay. If there's anyone else that we chose, that'd be, I'm sure there is. Right? I mean, we're in, oh, I almost had that in my microphone. (laughs) We are kind of into the same actors, anyways. So, okay, who's Elaine for you? So, originally, when I like started writing all this down, it was going to be Millie Brady, but once I printed out the photos and kind of like aligned them all together, I was like, actually, I think Shersha could pull off a better Elaine mm-hmm. than Millie could. Yeah. Um, and in The Last Kingdom, oh, just kidding. I can't talk about what she does. It's kind of a spoiler for the series. Oh, it's okay. She has good acting chops, basically. Yes, so you yes. think. Mm-hmm. She can pull off Feyre, like what ends up happening to Feyre later in the series. She's mm-hmm. like, chef's oh. kiss. Chef's kiss. Okay. Mine, it's like a okay. I know she's younger, but I always pictured Elaine is be looking younger than the other two. So I picked uh, Anya Taylor Joy from uh, recently in the Queen's Gambit. She was in The Witch. I think she's like she's like twenty or something. She's in her young twenties. So yeah, she just got gives me Elaine vibes. Honestly, she has that like doe like innocent look about her. Yeah. Oh, one other thing. I saw this on like a fan list of someone who had already done this on the internet, so kudos to them. But I thought it was actually really brilliant. So for Nesta, they chose Dakota Fanning, and then for Elaine, they chose Ellie Fanning. Wow. And I was like, genius. She's freaking genius. Yeah. Right, <laughs> actual right, sisters. Right. Actual sisters actually look alike. Oh, actually could pull off both of them, so kudos to them. And I like to just throw that in there as an honorable mention <laughs> ah. for the sisters. Right, Papa, Papa Archeron. Papa Archeron. 
I chose Bill Nye. Oh. Not the science guy. No. <laughs> the English actor. He is in... Is He's it? in Emma. He plays her dad. Anya oh, Taylor Joy. Right. He plays her dad. Yes, yes, yes. He's in that. Oh. Rachel McAdams about time. Oh gosh. Time. Yeah, about time. Yes. He mm-hmm. plays that. And that's kind of like where I pulled him from mm-hmm. my memory for that movie. So he's him too. Movie. He's like an actor that could just be like in anything. Movie. I'm just like, yes. Oh, well done, so Oscars. Um, <laughs> the holiday love actually? The holiday movie. Everyone's like, in the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Not the holiday. Love actually. Love actually. Okay, yeah. Yes. I mean, that's what I meant. Everyone's in love actually. actually. Love actually. Yeah. So is he. He's yeah. So I I would love him as Hmm. Mine is, uh, what's his name? Henry Thomas. He was a little boy in E.T. And if you don't know, he's in uh, Haunting of Hill House. He plays the dad in there. So, yeah, I picked him or my other one, which in hindsight, I'm like, no. Stanley Tucci, but like... Because he's he's described as being like bearded and kind of like not not like Stanley Tucci from uh, Devil Wears Prada or something. No, not (laughs) the other version of Stanley where he's just like, I don't know. He just seems like very wholesome, you know, and like Papa Archeron, although he does questionable things. He's very like he's a good mm, spoilers, I guess he's (laughs) you know what I mean? I'm trying not to spoil for the next books. Yeah. So Stanley Tucci or Henry Thomas. But I kind of this is. Henry Thomas is like pretty much exactly how right. I imagined. Oh, yeah. To me, he seemed a lot older. Yeah. As long as he old enough to father. No, it's so vague. Well, how old is freaking like the the other ones? Like six hundred years old, yeah. three hundred. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Oh, plot. Yes, there's a plot to <laughs> keep going with the plot. Tangents. So she ends up killing the wolf. She takes the pelt into town. She sells it, right? Oh, she sells it too. Um. What's her? Who did I cast as her? She's um, she's in Game of Thrones and Star Wars. Oh, the you know who I mean? Yes, 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 Blondie. Yes, yes. yes. I just that's straight up who I imagined. That's funny. I imagined the um badass from the Mandalorian, the girl. Oh. Right. right. Yeah. Should we get their names? I feel like <laughs> you get yours. I'll get mine. I don't think she's actually. Gwendolyn Christie. Yes. Yeah. That's who you chose. I pictured Gina Caranel. Caranel. From the mm. So basically, women that could that could snap our bodies. Yeah. Yes. Don't you love it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, those two. Oh, either one of those. Ooh. Yes. Beautiful. Support this. Right? Okay. So she sells the pelt. Mm-hmm. Comes back home. Who busts through her door? But <laughs> <laughs> the, <plot> the <laughs> Tamlin busting in. It's like, you killed him. He's having, yeah, he's, which is very. Like wolf with antlers. Yeah. White wolf. White but also with a bear body. Yes. It's very like. But his paws are hands. But <laughs> it's described very vaguely. I don't know. I just know at one point it's a white wolf with antlers. Yeah. And I was like, interesting. So he comes in being like, you killed my friend right. because of this. Yeah. Right. You killed a fae. You like, stupid human. How often does she get called a stupid human? <laughs> Tally, stupid human one. Take a shot. Favorite is called a stupid human. So yeah, so he's like, okay, I could kill your whole family, yeah, or you could come with me to settle. Yeah, yeah. It's like you guys don't know this, but in that treaty, this is a loophole to where you could just come and hang out with me. Yeah, something very Beauty and the Beast like. Yeah. 
come with me and I'll spare your family. Mm-hmm. Or, like, take their place instead. Yeah. So, he ends up taking her. Mm-hmm. Right? Knocks her out because she's complaining too much, which is pretty much what she does in the whole beginning of this yeah. book. <laughs> knocks her out on like, what we believe to be, like, like a two-day trek. He knocks her out a lot. Yeah. Does he... He doesn't knock her out, like, physically. He no, uses he his, like... Okay. Oh. She's riding the horse, yeah. and she's like asking all these questions. Yeah, so I guess he doesn't want her to remember yeah, so he just, like, how to get to the wall, because there's like the wall is pretty barricaded, and there's just like a little chinks. opening where they can slide through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, should we cast Tamlin? Well, I was gonna wait till we get to oh, okay. Court to cast all right. Get, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's three people in the spring court. Yeah. Decided who we were going to cast. Yep. So yes, she makes it to the spring court where she is met by Tamlin again, but in this human form. Mm-hmm. And he's beautiful. That they're covered, that they have, they've been cursed. Mm-hmm. These masks on their faces. Mm-hmm. So she can't see their full beauty. As opposed to being furniture. They just have <laughs> masks on their forehead. <laughs> Instead of being in the beast, yeah. like the armoire walking down the stairs. It's just a mask. <laughs> right? But um, I think during so breakfast, lunch, or dinner that she meets Lucian. Mm-hmm. One meal of the day. And he instantly hates her because it's like this stupid so, human. He instantly hates her. <laughs> Killed my friend. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Explain to me. I mean, I knew reading it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a Lindsay character. She's going to love him because he's such a little shit. So. <laughs> Just the sassiness in general. Like, mm-hmm. He was like, this said to wear like a fox mask. Yeah. It's like, oh, you don't say. You're animal. Mm-hmm. So, like, from the sassiness and that, I was just like, oh, yeah. I love him. <laughs> Of course. Right. Little um, little bit sad. Oh, I mean, especially bit. later on, a but bit. <laughs> yeah. Baby. I feel like the first book barely like scratches the surface with his with a lot of their personalities, like Tamlin and Lucian especially. Yeah. I think for good reason. But yeah. Mm-hmm. She meets Lucian and another person she meets in the spring court is Alice. Oh uh, yes. I absolutely love. I pronounced it as Alice in my brain cuz I was like all these names are so bizarre. There's no way it's Alice. No, so no. it's Well, at least in the audio <laughs> Yeah, I. Um, but I absolutely loved her. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like um, a Mrs. Potts, if you will. Yeah. Me, <laughs> She's the armoire and Mrs. Potts, <laughs> and. Wrapped in what did it? What did we say? I remember when we were like messaging about it, as you were like, "Oh, I'm at this part," and then we had like an epiphany. We're like, "Does that mean Lucian is Lumiere? He's like the side wing, like being like." Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> get them together it's like you you said she's clean yeah good job it's like oh no he fucked up like (laughs) off to the side very much like convincing Mm -hmm. like just give him another chance please yeah while also insulting her at the same time time. yeah these fey they're they're fickle beans man (laughs) okay our next chunk of characters would probably be tamlin lucian and alice so do you want to go first on this one Okay, I feel like I feel like okay. Just for reasons, I'm gonna say Lucian first, and then I'll tell you who Tamlin is. Lucian. I mean, we've discussed it before, but Ben Barnes, straight up. Like, (laughs) where's the picture I got? Oh. Yes. (gasps) Oh my God. (laughs) Timothy (laughs) Chalamet. (laughs) Wow. He's one of my picks. Wow, I didn't even. Uh, was it? Let me see. Okay. Is he the only one that I put? I yeah, I only put Ben Barnes. Oddly enough, Timothy Chalamet. Yes. 
Yes. So he got my I support. eyes on one of the lists that I was looking at, and I was just like, he could do it. Let me find so. the picture I got for Ben. I mean, I know Ben's a little... How old is he? Like, now he's a little bit on the older side. Yeah. He's like 30, like mid to late 30s. Oh, I just but he could love Ben Barnes. He could pull it off. I love him so much. I mean, yeah. I remember yeah. Um, when we were first talking about like doing podcasts <laughs> in general, I was like, oh, it's so hard for me to like picture an actor or something as Lucian. And Bridget looked at me and was like, Ben Barnes. And I was like... <laughs> why <laughs> just dye his hair red give him a scar him. yes i support timothy in any role so honestly yeah i really liked him I, because... so good all these how many little women actresses are <laughs> I, know. I honestly didn't realize it's okay I it's basically recast the whole little women cast until i was like getting out pictures because this picture is from him i mean we take from what we know so yeah they just all happen to already be together oh timothy i love him okay oh, yes so is Ben the only one that you have for Lucian? Yeah. Okay. So Ben Barnes is also on my list for Lucian. I. <laughs> um, and then Garrett Hedlund. Oh. Yes. I absolutely love him. <sighs> is it because of Troy? Is he in Troy? He is in Troy. Ah. Uh. He plays Patroclus, who is Ben Barnes's little cousin. Yeah. Um, I'm always pleased to see him in things. He doesn't do things that often. Right. But I think this is like subconsciously me grasping onto the hope that if this ever was turned into a book, we wouldn't have a repeat of Hunger Games. Because I don't know if you remember uh, this, but the fandom wanted yes. this so badly. Uh, the fandom. Yeah. And then, and then to just like torment you just a little bit more and to put like the cherry on all of this, mm. I found out in an interview later on that they actually asked him to be a part of it. But sadly, he <laughs> because he was working on another movie. So we were this close. What so movie was it? <laughs> I forget. It was like some... He's not a cowboy, but he plays like a hit. It's called like something with like red mud or something like uh, that. I never saw it, but he was in the middle yes. of something like that, so we had to say no to Finnick. I mean, of course, your favorite character you would cast like a few exactly. people. Right. Like, you, he's your favorite I character in this in this one. He's your favorite. Lucian? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. in this book in this whole series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. So. Okay. Do you want my Tamlin? Yes. So, Ben Barnes. Yes. And oh my God! What's his name? <laughs> I just want to show you the picture and you would know, but I feel like I have to say his name. William Mosley from Narnia. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a reunion. He's blonde. He looks like him. He does. Yeah. He's older. I mean, he's not. he doesn't look like his Narnia self anymore. Right? No. Yeah. He'd be perfect. I think he'd do good. So, I think I only have... Oh, I technically have three names for Tamlin, but the other ones just kind of lumped together. Mm. So, I figured a Hemsworth brother. I feel like either one, if you wanted to go younger, get Liam. Yeah. I mean, they both auditioned for Thor, so. Exactly. They could both audition for this one. Well, the movie pulled off Tamlin a lot, but the one I used for the picture, so kind of like my head choice, was Richard Madden from Game of Mm -hmm. Thrones, which is really funny because I found a picture of him in Cinderella, and he's wearing like a green, Uh, like, suit type thing. Very of the times, but, yeah. Very Tamlin, because I feel like he's mentioned wearing green, like, almost always in, like, formal. It's his favorite color. Are his eyes green? Mm. Yeah. Hair. You'd have to just dye Richard Madden's hair. Yeah. He could pull it off. <laughs> I just saw your choice for, for Alice. Alice. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my choice for Alice is Octavia. <laughs> so is mine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I um, love that. I absolutely love. I literally. I she's because she's described as a plump woman. Right. That's literally her character description. Yeah. But Octavia. But also, she looks like she gives great hugs. She looks like it. Yeah. Yeah, Octavia Spencer. Spencer That's what I wrote. Oh, I love that so much. Um, I think she'd be amazing. Because I absolutely love her. So, yes. Who, um, so (laughs) the next 
book really don't come into like way later in the plot. Oh, that's okay. Because I mean, she just came into Spring Court. I mean, we're not really here to tell plot, right? We're here just no. We're just kind of going through the yeah, just to give to get to the characters. I mean, if you're listening to this, you've read the book. Right. Yeah, uh, I imagine first. be like you don't know what the fuck is going on if you're just like <laughs> popping in. Who who be this? I know that actor, but this Alice person. I don't know, but now she looks like Octavia Spencer. Although, if you okay. listen to us and then you want to read the book, you're welcome. We did good, right? Yeah. Oh, can you imagine listening to this and then yeah. like just having all of our picks? I mean, we have multiple picks. I feel like Jane's gonna do that. Hi, Jane. Right. I know you haven't read the book. I know you're listening to us right now. Right. She's that supportive Yeah. She's in Idaho. That's why she's not here. Yes, she's <laughs> she moved us, moved away from us. Okay, so a lot happens. So we get to our next. Well, technically, the next character I have for us is Rasand, who mm-hmm. pops in technically at the beginning of or Kalamai. Yeah. Um, the one event that they failed to correctly warn her about. Right. They're just like, "Stay in your room. Don't come out." It's like, "Have you met Feyre? You know her. She's gonna come investigate." Like, yeah. Her, like what it is because that's my favorite thing i think it's lucian who was like no one told you like what was going on like no one told you what mm-hmm. the actual like right is and she was like no no one mentioned anything and i'm like you ridiculous people <laughs> telling her to stay in her room but never told her why yeah like <laughs> why wouldn't you all these vague threats and honestly how they were like saying it to her was kind of like enticing like yeah what the fuck's going on who are all these people like let me like everyone's gonna mm-hmm. be here we're gonna be partying yep. you're not allowed yeah like stay in your room it's it's funny because like i uh, reading it like his name they give him a nickname later on yes uh, so i it's reese the nickname right but then when i read the name as like a whole i say rice sand even though oh. i know pronunciation guide i know it's reese sand yeah but i read it as rice sand I mean, but the nickname reese tomato, yeah that's how I do it. So I'll call him Reese, though. Doesn't yeah. Really matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rasand, Rasand. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> that so guy. you you tell me your your casting for him. Um. And I'll pull up mine. Ooh. So my casting for him. I don't have a photo for him because I put him in for the later on. But I have Army Hammer. Oh. Uh, because I think. I don't need a photo for Army <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my brain. Oh, a reunion of him and Timothy Chalamet. Right? But not playing, like, characters that... Happen. Just, like, trying to remember their interactions, if it was the two of them. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Right? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the very first thing, like, that you really, really see resound mm-hmm. is um, later on when he, like, bursts in and he's, like, confronting them about the curse being almost done. And Yeah, he pops in, like... Lucian shields favorite mm-hmm. and he's just like, what are you doing? And like, can smell her and then pushes her over. Imagine Timothy Chalamet like <laughs> shielding <laughs> someone from Army Hammer. Right. Oh. Uh, Briar. Yeah. Just, like, shielding her and like, Army Hammer. Oh, I love Army Hammer. But, uh, who'd you pick? Oh gosh, where'd he go? I clicked the wrong. So people. Like TikTok and stuff, I've noticed they pick him for Asriel, but I think oh. uh, Matthew Daddario. Ooh. He was in um, that horrible show, the Mortal Instruments show, where he played Alec. Right. And I watched most of that show, but I only watched it for him and Magnus because they were gems right. and they were perfectly casted. I love the actor who plays. And he Magnus. looked at him. Look at him. See, <laughs> everyone sees him. So I feel like that's how I see him. I 
Just imagine with purple eyes. There's a line that he says in mm-hmm. the second book that we'll get to that it's like, you just picture her yeah. saying it. And I'm like, ooh. And you have to cast someone that like you don't know what side they're on. Because when he's introduced in the first book, he's very like... Vague. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she sees him... Yeah. Even though he's like helping her, but it's like, is he helping her? Like right. what? But your Amarantha is like sidekick, and yeah. I mean not sidekick. Like they call him something else, but <laughs> painted scandalously. And yeah. Making her drink that drink that kind of like drugs her up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like why? Why like? Why it's so I remember like I was trying to validate his actions at the end of this book, <laughs> and it was so. In real life, no, don't. That's horrible. Don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but in the Fey world, he did that so that she wouldn't remember the horrors of being under the mountain because she would like vaguely remember stuff. And it was basically like, I don't know what was going on, but Amarantha. Forks on crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he did that, and then with the painting on the body, because he's like, "Well, people are gonna try to get with her anyways." Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, maybe don't take her out. But then he, I think he did that so that he would know. Yeah. Yeah, because by the end of the book, you know that he was not for Amarantha stuff, even though he's at first advertised as, like, being, like, not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so much talk about Amarantha. Who'd you cast for her? Oh, who did I cast? I don't remember. <laughs> it's kind of funny, the photo I used for her. Let me get there. Is actually a bad guy from Sailor Moon because um. the internet said that's who she was. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry? On the left is where I did the scrapbooking, and on the right I have, like, little character photos where I wrote down all my notes. Honestly. And the character photo I have for Amarantha is one of the bad, evil people from Sailor Moon because the world was, like, I think I remember. The internet, that Amarantha is basically her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, good enough for me. Okay, so I picked two. I have three. Okay. My first one is Adelaide Kane from Rain. I fucking love her. <laughs> love she was her in, so um, much. was she in Teen Wolf? She or, was a bit. She like, a season? Oh, just imagine her with red hair. Right? She'd be beautiful. I mean, we all know she can play queen. Yes. There's her or, oh, where are you? Jodie Comer. From, oh. oh, what's that show called? I know exactly what you're talking about. Obviously, you just showed me a picture of her. It's going to bother me. In, technically. It's literally that show that's going crazy for the gays. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, Killing Eve. Oh. Yeah. She plays the... The main chick, right? Well, like the second oh. main chick. I haven't seen She's like a enough. psychopath in that. Ooh. So she... Yeah, I think it's just because I've seen that show. And she truly... Oh, her acting is so freaking good. And yeah, she goes from zero to 100 like instantly. And you're like, oh, watch one episode and you're just like, yes, it's her. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So my first choice, who I would really like to, she would technically be like on the older crowd, but it'd be Ava Green. Mm. I love Ava Green. And she could play a badass very easily. And then I have two other She's a great voice too. I kind of have like one for like... On the older side, mm-hmm. on the very younger side, and then someone in the middle. I mean, her age is never really given, so. Honestly. Yeah. That's true. I kind of ballparked everyone as, like, 30s. Right, like, but I do think they talk about how she, like, kind of grew up, or Tamlin at least knew her mm-hmm. when she was growing up. 
because she was pretty close with Jacob's parents. So I'm assuming she's like around one of her age group. And since they chose Richard Madden, um, if if they wanted to do like a really younger group, I have Cara Delevingne. Ooh. Right? Those eyebrows alone. Oh, that's funny. I could be a badass. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And then the mid one that kind of like goes with everybody else is Katie McGrath from Merlin. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But I also have Katie as like somebody else. Her and um, Ava, Eva. Is Eva Green? Ava Green? It's Ava Green. Miss Green. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) They look like it would be sisters, the two of them. Right? Yeah. I was kind of thinking like, depending on what Well, she's a good baddie for sure. All of them. All of them. good baddies, right? It's the eyebrows. (laughs) Every single one of them. Yeah. Fierce eyebrows. Oh, man. Yes, I fully support uh, all of them. So that's kind of all the characters we have technically for the book, but there are yeah. some questions since we are technically done, right? So you all know how the rest of the book goes. Mm-hmm. Right? She takes her freaking forever for it to find out what the answer to this guy is. I remember you messaging me. He's like, is it fucking love? I was like, it's love. Is, is the answer love? Right? And you're just like, mm? Yeah, and I was like, why can't she figure this out? Like, why is it so hard? Because Feyre is very notorious. Which is gets into my sorting later on. She she puts the most random two things together, which comes a lot later in like the third book, I think. Yes. She puts these two points together that have been like in front of everyone's face for forever. She so she does that, but then the most obvious thing just goes whoop, like straight over her head. Yeah, she couldn't guess the answer. Um, turmoil ensues. Feyre defeats Amarantha. Goes through those trials. It's a little Hunger Gamesy for a bit. My questions what's your favorite part of the whole Ooh. like the whole book mine are the trials like i loved right and at first when we got into it i was like oh, i hope this doesn't take forever it was like a big like meaty chunk right. of the last also, like, when she first like the end of the book yeah she's five, there for three months yeah it's like please don't go through every yeah but i feel like it went through really fast yeah so the trials yeah my favorite parts too i also really like just the Purely way that she wrote it, mm-hmm. all the different trials and how they were testing. <laughs> you just love the scene, the one with Lucian. I mean, I'm sure you don't like him being in a cage, basically. Just pick like, one. Just freaking pick a lover favorite. It doesn't matter. Just do something. <laughs> it was just so funny. I was like, A, don't put my baby in trouble. But B, <laughs> thank you for giving me this because it was pure gold. She can't read, man. Know, she can't it was read. It's so funny because that one, and you just have Lucian, like, just pick one. <laughs> like, it can't be worse than this. We don't even know what, like, the... Because wasn't it, like, a quote or a riddle was on the wall? And she had to something. pick between three lovers? Yeah. Something about that. But it was never really said because she yeah. never actually read it. So, since the whole book's in her point of view, we never actually figured out what was mm-hmm. on the wall. Yeah. What's your Poor thing. Um, ooh, probably the beginning. Just her being with her family, who are fucking awful Honestly. in this book. Like, Nesta got on my goddamn nerves. I was just like, you... Are a horrible older sister. Like she's so vain and just like, oh, this money that you just killed for, you're starving. We're starving. I'm gonna buy a new pair of shoes. Like, like girl, your priorities. Like, she needs to sort out her priorities. Sure change and the first thing that pops in her head is, I need new shoes. Yep. And it's like really ridiculous. Yeah. And then Elaine just doesn't. Oh, I'm into garden. Like, doesn't really have much. <laughs> she doesn't have much personality or like substance in this one. Both of them like flesh out later on. I have so total. Sorry. We did not say the closet scene. The closet scene. The closet scene where Tamlin like takes 
Christy into a closet and starts to get frisky instead of like oh her. like how that was like his first oh fuck exactly. See, that see, scene that's what I was expecting when I was like Lisa I'm trying that god was that was so such a specific like, honestly I blacked that part out because it made me so upset you have a, a moment you're t- two of you are alone escape through something a vent i don't know vents and under the mountain but no you're like um yeah let's let's do it i you look great like <laughs> you're all <laughs> you're <laughs> he doesn't say anything except for i love you at the very end when he leaves like doesn't God. say a damn thing you know what's so funny though i blame lee bardugo for this <laughs> what I was like, that's not Tamlin. Like, that's oh. not Tamlin. Because for me, it was just a little weird that, like, A, Amarantha would let him walk away from her in general mm-hmm. and like, not keep an eye on him. And for him to just, like, casually come up to Feyre and, like, brush her hand and lead her to the closet. I was, the entire time, I was like... You thought she was fake. fucking with this her? This him. Like, this yeah. isn't Tamlin at all. Like, this is Amarantha playing a joke on her. I mean, that happens later on yeah. at the end when... True. Yeah. But I thought it was going to be, like, it's Amarantha and then later on, like, tries to prove to Tamlin that, like, she doesn't love him. Mm-hmm. Like, Look, she just jumped in the closet with this random weirdo who, because she thought it might be you. God, that's what I thought. I fucking and hate I that scene. <laughs> I have so strong. Like, Lee, oh, that's on him. That's on him. It's a trick. It's all a trick. Don't do it. <laughs> Lee Bardugo, this is all your fault. Honestly, <laughs> we love you. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, that scene. Mm-hmm. I have very strong, very strong opinions on characters I can't get into until. The next books, but another question: Would you turn this? Well, I guess we can talk about the series technically. Mm-hmm. Would you turn this series into a movie or a TV show? TV show. Why? Always. Right. TV show is always the answer. Right. Movies are fun, but I feel like they cut out a lot. Yeah, so much happens. And I so either way, I think if you did a TV show, for me, my answer is like both for very different reasons. Mm-hmm. I think a TV show you could would be able to like take apart all the meaty bits, especially like in future books because they get thick. <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. you'd be able to like dive deeper into plot and all different characters. But what I've noticed is like movies usually have a bigger budget, so I think if you wanted like high key. CGI and like special effects yeah. that have to be a movie for it to like pull off like all the good stuff. Like if you wanted Tamlin's beast form to look like beautiful, yeah. it'd have to be like a movie. But if I feel... you wanted like more story, it'd have to be a TV show. I don't know. Like I feel like from what we've seen of like Game of Thrones, the first season compared to the rest of it, the production value isn't as good. I mean, the wolves are there for like a scene. Exactly. Like you, know what I mean? like, you see the dragons like, at the end and little babies, but that's like. This is like, <laughs> Yeah. Magic. So it's like if you want the magic to look good, mm-hmm. to look like awesome. You There's not that much out. magic in the first. I mean, there is. Yeah. Also, I mean, like but series, yeah. Like, taking this series, if you were to turn it into movies, mm-hmm. I definitely will. A looking at them, I can see the same <laughs> in my vision, and you definitely have to break that baby into two. Thick with two movies. C's. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to break that into like, two different movies, though. I feel. Yeah. Um, I just prefer TV shows. I love. Like I'm right now, I'm watching um, Golden Compass TV show, and it's literally like so perfect, like it's matching the book perfectly. And I'm just like, this is what I want. I think always depend on which. I, I'm sorry, I do this all the time. Like, mm-hmm. into super like no. picking every little thing. Like it would also depend on like which company. No, go for it. I support for, like, this. Show, yeah. Like if HBO picked it up, you know, like I would expect it to be like a little bit higher quality. Yeah, I would have faith if it. it was HBO or like but stars. Fuck no. Fuck the CW. <laughs> I, I mean. like if the CW 
picked it up, you could expect, God. like, hey, everyone to be <laughs> dropped down 10 years of age. Mm. Or freeform. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. No. But also... Freeform. Like, the spicy bits? Yeah. That's why, like, another reason why I think, like, HBO would pick it up, because, like, the spicy bits. Mm-hmm. Or Netflix? We don't really know yet. I mean, we're going to get that true. Shadow of uh, Shadow and Bone um, Six of Crows series, so we'll see how they do, like, fantasy. Huge Virgo fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, why, like, that's like my fight for either or TV show or movie. I just um, want more content, so I'm like, yes, give me TV oh, show. Do you have a favorite character in this book alone? So not the entire series, mm-hmm. just this book. We'll do it book book. Okay, I guess if I have to. Yes. Um, yeah, I would just, I'd pick Feyre. I mean. Mine's Lucian. Oh, uh, yeah. I had different picks for the other two books. So okay. It's always him. Yeah, I would say because of her. I mean, obviously, she's the main character. She's gonna go through like development. Because right. at the beginning, I was just like, mm. I mean, yeah, you're fighting. Like she's oh, doing all this for her family, and then her, but her family doesn't give her anything back. So she's just like, you know. Yeah. Just in comparison from her in the beginning to her at the end after right. the trials, and it was just like, ooh, Honestly. she a bad bitch. Right. After fighting, was it the worm? Yeah, like how she, ooh, how she killed it, and then right. basically See, told Amarantha to go fuck herself. Like, it plays like a movie with how it was Honestly, described. Like, I have such right? clear images mm-hmm. of that. Yes. No. <laughs> I've seen people online pick like how it's supposed to be, but how I pictured it and how they pictured it was like that giant worm in SpongeBob. Oh, you know? What? You never watched? Oh, I'm sure you've seen the image. Probably. I'm going to pull it up. Oh, God. I forget what it's called. This guy. Oh. Right? Oh, my God. I've seen yeah. Okay. I've seen that picture like on the internet. That's amazing. I mean, that's not <laughs> with the context. Re- rethink that, that whole like chapter with that worm. I love it. It's round, rounded teeth. Right. Anything else before we go into the sorting thing? Any like um, products that you wanted to talk about this first book, like casting wise or story wise? No, I mean, oh, I mean, it kind of leads into the next book, but like, uh, oh no, I'll just save it. I'm gonna save it. All right. I can't like. <laughs> it's so hard to me. This first book is literally just like an intro. Yeah, an intro. A prequel, like, honestly. The world of what's about to actually happen. Yeah. So going into this we're like okay we're not gonna make it spoilery but it's gonna be so hard like there's even certain characters that we talked about in this one that are so hard to actually talk about. Dip, dip our toes in this character because right. oh boy do i have a lot to say <laughs> yeah all right so should we get into sorting oh yes yeah. that's the other part of the, the title right? the sorting part oh kind of funny. i kind of wanted to talk about oh, um the name of our podcast it's a, kind of a play off of how every freaking book series is a blank of blank and blank so, yeah, or like you know, children of blood and bone, a right. court of Born wings, of yeah, wings and ruin. Like it's very, it's kind of a trend, and people call it out. Right. But it's, it's kind of yes. And now we're getting to the sorting bit, which yes. is fun. We did the dream casting, which I hope you guys enjoyed. And so now the sorting bit. This is just going to... If you're not into Harry Potter, who are you? Honestly. You should know. I feel like everyone kind of has the gist of the, the houses. Should okay. we read? Let's each read our like our own house. Okay. And, okay, so Gryffindor traits, courage, bravery, determination, 
daring, nerve, and chivalry. And I feel like they, I feel like what house you're in is what you value. It's not really your personality. So me being a Gryffindor, like I value like standing up for other people. And if something is pissing you off, vocalize it. Yeah, fucking do something. So that's like Gryffindor. Yeah. Traits that I just found off like the Wikipedia pages off of all of the houses. So I mean, they're the ones that you see like on mm-hmm. shit. So for Hufflepuff, it says hardworking, patience, fairness, just loyalty, and modesty. Then I do, I do agree with how you say like it's what you believe in. Because mm-hmm. like, definitely like as a Hufflepuff, <laughs> you do have, like, I think loyalty is like one of the biggest ones, and just kind of like being fair and like nice to everybody, and just kind of like giving everyone a chance, mm-hmm. not necessarily like judging a book by its cover. Yeah, very, like open-minded. I think is a very Hufflepuff thing. Mm-hmm. Hobbits, so, straight up. Straight up hobbits. <laughs> That's exactly what they are. Yep. Um, would you like to read Ravenclaw? Because I'm the farthest to remember. Sure, I'll read Ravenclaw. I'm pretty sure if I wasn't a Gryffindor, I would be a Ravenclaw. So they're wit, learning, wisdom, acceptance, intelligence, and creativity. The Luna Lovegoods, pretty much. Right. They're I would put whimsical in there, okay. and they're more like they value like intellect. But they kind of value creating something with their life. And yeah, just find, they like to analyze things and find meaning and stuff. And yeah. And kind of like dive into things more than like taking things for face value. Mm-hmm. To kind of get in there. Yeah. And figure everything out. Definitely they're tarot card readers. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess I'll read Slytherin. <laughs> so for Slytherin, it's resourcefulness, determination, pride cunning ambition and self-preservation mm-hmm. i think like their biggest thing is probably like valuing oneself yeah definitely mm-hmm. and like i think that's where like the pride comes in very, like, almost all of their stuff like pride self-preservation it's very like inward yeah making sure you are the one that rises to the top instead of like mm-hmm. a gryffindor which i think is very like team like yeah for sure that's definitely like why they kind of come back each other exactly. all the time because while people say gryffindors are always kind of like the attention like they're kind of i don't know they just kind of so hard to think about this like (laughs) the gryffindors are about like like oh i'm a gryffindor like we're gonna hype up the house and all of that slytherins are just like i'm drigo fucking malfoy like you know they're not really yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah slytherin are very individual individualistic and I mean, yeah, live your life for yourself for sure. Yeah. And it's just and I think Hufflepuff or what you value. Both very, like, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I think Hufflepuff, like, definitely, like, will raise each other as a team, but it'll be, like, me pushing you up. Mm-hmm. Like, me giving you, like, steps. <laughs> Have you seen those, like, comparison TikToks? Or not comparison, but where it's, like, you're a Slytherin and your friend is a Hufflepuff, like, them together. Like, there's that one Hufflepuff girl that's so, oh, like, she's yes. like, oh, you got your, you got your hat on. Okay. Oh, I brought sprinkles. Like, yes. oh. She's yeah. So happy. And Slytherin is like all goth and stuff, although. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the gist of the houses. Of. So like when we say like, oh, this character belongs in this house, that's kind of like where we're coming from with our sorting. So I guess we can just start from the top. Where'd you yep. put Feyre? Feyre, I put her. I mean, she could either be both, but I would say Gryffindor. Ooh. Yeah, I'd say Gryffindor. I I'm actually. Oh, sorry. What'd you ahead. put? No, you. I want to say. I put her in Slytherin. <laughs> oh. I did, just because. Interesting. I think she's very cunning and mm-hmm. very like oh, man. she's clever 
she's very clever. Mm. But I managed, I don't think she, a lot of them I have, like, in two houses. A lot of mm-hmm. them could be, either, <laughs> I think she could be also be Gryffindor because of how very, like, her family, like, treats her terribly, but she will still go out and hunt for all of them. Yeah. And, like, kind of, like, but I do think a lot of the stuff, see, kind of hard because I sorted <laughs> her, not just this book, I sorted her. Like, yeah. I mean, we could change the houses yeah. if you so, want. It's our fucking series, podcast. I definitely think she's more of a Slytherin just because of, like, how cunning she is. And pride, I think, plays a huge deal in mm-hmm. how she, like, accepts or deals with Faye in the very beginning. Yeah. She's very prideful. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And even, like... It took a lot. Time, it took a lot of... Like, 50 pages. <laughs> ...of being like, hey, we're not all bad just because you were told from stories when you were a child. Yeah. So I think, ah. like, pride, like, plays a big thing in hers, too. And resourcefulness, because that girl hunts. Like, that girl... Oh, Yeah. Self-taught how to hunt, like, self-taught how to trap, mm-hmm. self-taught how to do everything, right? Well, I think yeah. Kale kind of helped her with some of that. I mean, how she got out of that pit with the, with with the, the worm, worm, you know. She's very resourceful. Mm. So those are kind of the reasons. I respect that reasoning. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just picked Gryffindor because she's so, like, no. She's like, <laughs> it's very. Shit ton of courage and determination. She's so, it's mainly from her stubbornness. Oh. How they tell her, Feyre, no, don't do this. She's like, Feyre, yes. Right. Feyre, yes. <laughs> like. <laughs> She reminded me, like, a bit of Ginny Weasley. Yes. Just because of, like, book Ginny, not movie Ginny. Yeah. Uh, I haven't even read all the books, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, she's very just, like, Gryffindor, blunt, you know, tells it how it is. And I was thinking maybe a little bit of Hufflepuff just because of, like, her loyalty. Like, when she picks her family, I mean, at first it was her good-for-nothing family, sisters and Papa Archon, (laughs) their... Like, she was so loyal to them, and then she picks, she gets a new family. She gets Tamlin and Lucian, and then she's, I mean, what the fuck did she just do for Tamlin, like, at the end? I mean, come on. She killed two, like, innocent face. And then attempted to kill him. But yeah, she solved that. a riddle that was very, very hard. Right, solved a riddle that I didn't even see coming. Like, the whole, like, oh, his heart is turned to stone. Mm-hmm. I did not catch on on that, onto any of that throughout the entire book. Mm-hmm. So when she figured that out, and I was like, you figured that out. <laughs> But she can't figure out love, Feyre? Like, That's why she's not a Ravenclaw, because oh, some things just go whoop. Honestly, far, yeah. Far so, yeah, she's very... But then loyalty kind of comes into Gryffindor. That's one of the, like, traits that kind of goes in between Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. So, yeah, she's very family-orientated, but not, like, her specific family, like, her chosen family, yeah, especially in the later books. Family. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's next? Stuff. Nesta is a fucking Slytherin. Right, I was say, it shouldn't be that hard. This is a Slytherin. Very prideful. Especially the first book. Even yes. so, the last book, I would I mean, say. Even, like, down the line, I think she's very much... Yeah. Especially, like, the last, like, little novella book. You know what I mean? I mean, she only... She only likes Elaine. Exactly. Elaine is, as I was saying earlier, with the TikToks, we're kind of... Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. I mean, <laughs> I her best... <laughs> Yeah, so very she's her Hufflepuff bestie. Right. So yeah, very easily like solid. Like there, I was totally mm-hmm. solid on both of them. Like Nesta is yeah. Slytherin, Elaine is Hufflepuff for sure. Yeah. So what about Papa Archer on? It's kind of hard to talk. What'd about you do? Him, <laughs> I said he could either be Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. Oh. What'd you say? I said Ravenclaw. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That He's my sense. one Ravenclaw. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Um, I put someone else in Ravenclaw. Why did I pick him? Because he's um he's a merchant. Like he That's he true. valued I mean in his youth he like valued the like traveling and, and they called him like the prince of merchants, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So I'm sure in his youth he was very like adventuristic and uh, I don't know why he just seems like he values like all you of his have to be, like, quick-witted Yeah. To, like, a make all that much money and like make people believe that you're good at what you're doing. Mhm. Yeah. And he seems very wise. He seems like an owl in human form. <laughs> I, I mean, Ravenclaw actually does make sense because they are a little bit more like book smart and not necessarily yeah. like smart or like street smart. Right? Because street smart, not at all. Even though like he did very well as a merchant like back in the day, like I think he's not the best. Yeah. <laughs> like not the best I'm, when it comes to actual humans, but when it comes to like books and like numbers and things, mm-hmm. like, yes. Because they were super wealthy before, so he had to be good at what he did. Right. And even then down the line when Tamlin, because Tamlin eventually like sends her home for that little mm-hmm. visit, and he did like give them money and like a bigger house. Yeah. Favorite does mention like how her father came to life again mm-hmm. and like how her father's actually doing things and got like, got back up on his feet in a way. So I think yeah. right, Ravenclaw actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And also like they're very, <laughs> they're very accepting and his daughter, Nesta, he loves her, and also his wife, who seemed not like the best woman ever. He loved her for some whatever reason. So it seems like from the Ravenclaws, I know they're very like chill. Yeah, you know, you know. Even Luna, like Luna Lovegood's very like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you see it because it's all death. It's the Noggles. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, he's just, he was Ravenclaw for me. I don't know. No, that actually makes sense. Like, you describing. For some reason, I think I couldn't get past the cabin with him. Like, the scene where, like, Tamlin comes in and, like, how he acted there mm. was, like, what I, like, sorted him off of. Oh. Uh, I didn't really take into perspective about the whole, like, merchant thing. Oh, yeah. Which makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, Ravenclaw makes sense. Um, speaking of, though, what about Tamlin? Ooh, Tamlin. Tamlin. <sighs> See, I... can't really get into, like, how I struggled with sorting him until we get to, like, the I'll resort him later. Yeah. In the next book, I have this this one. I picked. mm, I hate to say, I put him in Gryffindor. He's a hothead. Like he's very, very, he's very like calm and like mysterious. But then he kind of he has boy got anger issues. Like, cause we talked about like the good traits of all the houses, but mm-hmm. they also had like terrible traits. I think hotheadedness could easily be a Gryffindor. Yeah. Yep. That's that's one of mine. Exactly. I'm, you know what I mean. I blow up on people, and afterwards, I'm like, oh, I feel Oops. I feel bad. Do I apologize? Also, Not really. Looking at the <laughs> Sorry. Other ones, like the other traits for Gryffindor, like courage and bravery. Like they do talk about how he goes out and fights off like all the scary beasts that happen yeah. in the spring. Yeah. Himself. By himself. Yeah. And it's like that takes great courage mm-hmm. and bravery. I think. And he's very determined to, like, keep his court safe. Mm-hmm. So it's, like... And even with, like, um, very determined to get rid of the curse in general. Yeah. They talk about how he would, like, his people would volunteer to go out and do the wolf <sighs> for the curse. God. Right? They're just so... <laughs> <laughs> I just got opinions on this guy, and I will save them. <laughs> we'll reopen this can later on. Okay, how about Alice? Alice, uh, how did I put her as? I put her as either a Hufflepuff or a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I think, leaning more towards the Hufflepuff part. Yeah. She's very loyal. Because I put her Hufflepuff, too. Yeah. For, like, one of the biggest reasons I think she's loyal. Because, like, even after, in the book, when, like, the house gets raided, right? And, like, Feyre makes her way back to the spring court and finds the house all disheveled. Alice is still there. <laughs> like, Alice is still there for, like, <laughs> taking care of it. When she usually could have just ran away when it first happened and mm-hmm. went straight to her nephews. Yeah. Um, but instead she, like, stayed just to kind of, like, keep an eye on the house. And she takes Feyre to the end of the mountain. She's very, like, family-oriented. Like, mm-hmm. loyal, yeah. Like I said before, so I think... Hufflepuff. Yeah, I picked Hufflepuff too. Yes. No arguments here. Yeah. Yes. Slytherin. 
Really? <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Because he's just so, like, he's such a little shit. He kind of is. He kinda and really I don't know. I just, I love a union between a Gryffindor and a Slytherin. Because right. it could go, usually it goes really sour. But for whatever reason, him and Tamlin, like, get along really well. But right. what, did, what did you pick? Oh. To me, he seems more of, like, like, I think Tamlin is more of, like, the brawn. Mm. And to make Lucian more of, like, the brain. Because Lucian's, like, his emissary, so it's really Lucian's the one that's oh, like, yeah. the other courts and, like, being, like, the brains of the operation and kind of being... Emissary. Diplomat kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, like, all the discussions and the talks throughout each court. Like, it's... He sends Lucian to do all the talking. Yeah. Tamlin's not, Tamlin's not great at talking to people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, Lucian's the one that he sends, and, um, like, later on when you kind of figure out... Lucian talks about what his eye does a little bit and mm-hmm. things like that. Kind of leads me to believe that he's more, like, Ravenclaw. But, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ravenclaw, I mean, either one, really. Ravenclaw or Slytherin. Because he... The boy also does have a lot of pride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's more, he's such, he's another character that you can't really, like, get about, into. Because she, like, barely. Yeah. Sarah. I look at him so differently. Her last name is Sarah. Is it Mavs? Sarah J. Mavs. Mavs? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wasn't sure. Some people say Moss. Right. So I just wasn't sure, like, how, how do you say I say Mavs. Right. Because, I mean, she barely scratches the surface of pretty mm-hmm. much Tamlin and Lucian in this book. It's mainly, like, they were focused. Yeah. So. Can't really talk uh. Too much away that we find out in the later books. Was that everybody? Um, oh, oh my god. Okay, well, let's do Amarantha. Oh, oh. And then we forgot the cereal. Oh my god. Or the cereal. We the cereal altogether. Save best for last. I mean, honestly, let's sort Amarantha. Right. Amarantha, Obviously. Right. Like, pride mm. of the yin yang. I, <laughs> I hate to put all the baddies in Slytherin, but I mean, but later she, on. Like, Yeah. She's definitely not a Hufflepuff, and I don't think she's... She's a hothead, for sure. She's a total hothead. If you really wanted to not put her in Slytherin, because, like, not all Slytherins are bad, I would probably put her in Gryffindor. I mean, maybe she was, like, a Gryffindor in her youth, because she seemed... I mean, she was kind of crazy before, but then when her sister, what happened to her, then she went, like, batshit crazy. I mean... Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you really wanted to put her in mm-hmm. Gryffindor, would be where I put her. And it's Rescind, funny. um, kind of just save him. Yeah. For the second <laughs> I feel like because he's another one that really just like not even scratched the surface of. He mm-hmm. kind of just like rubbed like gently grazed upon. He's the in surface. like two scenes, and then in the right. he's in that whole ending chunk. Yeah. But, but even then, you don't really figure out a lot about him. Yeah. He's, he's a mystery the whole time. Yeah. So you definitely learn more about him in the second book. So we will. Oh God! Dive into him a little bit later. I can't believe we missed the cereal. Oh my God! Okay, I know we <laughs> talked about it briefly. You casted a guy, and mm-hmm. I casted a girl. Yeah. So you go first because I have to find the girl. Okay, so I kind of did it more off of voice because I feel like this one wouldn't. It would be more motion capture because Ooh. I pictured it kind of like a Dementor with right. a face, but like a hollowed-out face with like glassy eyes and yeah, that's just like how I pictured it. So I was kind of doing, like, what's a voice that sounds very, like, come hither, yeah. but also I might kill you. Like, you don't really know. So I cast a Tom Hiddleston. I mean, his oh, Loki I voice. So much. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston. So I cast a girl. Oh, I'm so excited. Not necessarily a voice, but I cast a girl. 
voice, but I think from what I've heard from her, she could pull it off. Mm -hmm. I chose Rooney Mara. Oh. Yeah. She's kind of oh. funny because if you put them both together, Tom Hiddleston and Rooney Mara, they have very similar Yeah. Voices, right? I just showed really Oh, it. you know who else she would be good as? Hmm. The, um, the Weaver. Right? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's very vague. Very, Another yeah. monster. Yeah. But in this world of monsters. Humanoid. But yeah. She would, but um, yeah. I actually cast somebody else. But don't worry. I'll Interesting. Yeah. So what uh, house would we put this? The cereal? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Ravenclaw. They're very... Well, no, Ravenclaw, right? Because, I mean, they're the most intelligent thing out there. Because yeah. Yeah. They can like see how the like everything's gonna turn out. I mean clearly it values it values like material objects, which is very Slytherin y, but I mean you catch it to get the knowledge that you want. Exactly. So it has to be like an all knowing Yeah. Oh. So we got three Ravenclaws. Oh we did good. I feel like Ravenclaws are the most underrepresented house in everything. I'm sorry, Ravenclaws. I'm a Ravenclaw if I'm not a Gryffindor, but I'd probably be a Gryffindor if I wasn't a Hufflepuff. <laughs> It's <laughs> like so, certainly not a Ravenclaw. You no, certainly not Ravenclaw. They'd kick me out of that house so quickly. I couldn't even get in. Isn't it a riddle? <laughs> like, <laughs> just, isn't it a riddle? I just headbutted the microphone. I'm sorry. Yeah, isn't it a riddle? So yeah, it's a it's a riddle. I wouldn't even be able to get in. There's no way. I'd be like, I mean, the answer could be love. You don't know. <laughs> there, I can't get into Ravenclaw. <laughs> it's no, not a Ravenclaw. <laughs> We've discussed this. Exactly. I mean, Hufflepuff. You just got. Tickle the pear, right? On the painting. That's how you get in. See that? Definitely. I just gave out your secret. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's by the kitchen. I'm, I'm sure if you just like, genuinely asked a Hufflepuff, like, hey, how do you get into your common room? They'd be like, oh my god, here, let me show you. And, like, take you. and They'd hold your hand exactly. into the common room. Exactly. They'd yeah. Be like, Come here. Like, we have no secrets, unfortunately. Yeah. So if something's chucking you, we'll give you the world. Yep. <laughs> or food. Yep. Mm. Yeah. did a good like right. in-depth analysis we're more of like a not plot based yeah. more like character study yeah because yeah, so yeah. honestly when i read a book i forget details i read these books like mm, like four months ago or oh. something for me three for me, it was just like last month. and even then like we had to look up kind of like plot summaries for the first book yeah just to <laughs> remember the basis of things yeah. but yeah so like we did good good character right. study for the I don't know. Oh, no. I mean, oh we had a question. Good. We had one more question. One oh, question. what are we currently reading? reading? Right? Yeah. Ooh. What are you reading? I'm currently reading a series you've been yelling <laughs> I'm so excited. for a while. I'm currently reading The Darker Shade of Magic. Yes. What are you reading? We're by the same I'm, author, right? Isn't it? Aren't you reading her other one? Yeah, I'm both by V.E. Schwab. Him, her? her. Victoria. Um, V.E. Schwab is like her pen name because it's more like guys will pick up the book if it's not written by a woman. Toxic masculinity strikes again. Honestly. I love her though. Secret or what's it called? Not the secret. Oh my god. Secret Life of the American Teenager. It's Addie LaRue. Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. That's what I'm reading. Which is so beautiful and heartbreaking and honestly will be one of my favorite books. Mm. Yeah. Which is really cool because Bridget was like, This is I had no idea, but you told me this um Darker Shade of Magic is one of your favorite book series. Yep. One of the many. Yeah. Probably my top three. Up there with Harry yeah. Potter, which that is High praise coming from Bridget. Bridget? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, so that's what we are currently reading. Um, and I guess like a wrap up of this episode. Um, next episode will obviously be the second book in this series, mm -hmm. which is 
Mist and Fury. Mist, Court of Mist and Fury. Yeah, I always the last two books kind of meld together, so I, know, I always do like, like Mist and Ruin. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I read them like at the same time. I feel like, yeah. I hope you stuck out with us and don't find our voices annoying because I'm sure listening, listening back, we're gonna be like, oh, that's what we sound like. Oh. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>